0: Hello, lovely voices, and welcome to episode 35 of the Artful Athlete Podcast. First of all, I want to thank every single one of you for tuning in to this first mindful chat series. It's been a wonderful experience on my end to have these conversations with Jacko, with Dill, Valerie, Lindsay, and Ilaria. I am in the process of seeing when I could prep some more as you seem to have enjoyed them a lot. Also, feel free to let me know if there's someone you'd be interested in seeing on this show. I'm always after hearing from you, you lovely lot, you know that. On that note, I am also preparing a little something for you. Don't want to say too much just yet, because it's in the early stages, but something along the line of emotions, breath and release in the privacy of your own home. As soon as it's ready, you'll be the first ones to know, obviously. And now back to this episode, back to our emotions, back to our emotions in the body and today's emotion. And when I was wondering what we should cover next, jealousy is the one that decided to pop up. So, okay, let's dive in. Jealousy, it is. Firstly, how do we see jealousy? Is it a negative emotion or a positive one? Because my first response would have been a negative one. I mean, we've seen or heard enough stories of how destructive jealousy can be. How many villains in stories, books and films have their justification for their actions, including lines such as, I want what you have. Or even, It should have been me! (laughs) How many? Think about it. This is as old as time. Yes, Cain was jealous of Abel in the Bible, Yes, the queen is jealous of Snow White. In Egyptian mythology, yes, Seth is jealous of his brother Osiris. And in The Lion King, yes, Scar was jealous of Mufasa. Yes, you've seen films or plays that involved a jealous husband, a jealous sibling or friend. And the consequences of that, and very rarely, if ever, is it presented as something positive or something that could create a positive outcome it's never presented as a moment of learning. It's usually shown as a situation which escalates eventually to violence and destruction. And in a lot of stories, it's a great way to set up the hero on a redemption journey. We, the audience, want to see this wrong corrected. We want to see this crushed soul, this character, this hero, make a comeback, understand perhaps how their behavior could have created that jealousy in the first place, reclaim what was taken and punish the villain for their action. And in that sense, we're also putting the blame on the person responsible for the feeling of jealousy in the antagonist in the first place. A little bit twisted here and there. So already here we've got a couple of layers going on. You've got jealousy is a negative emotion because it sparks anger from within and jealousy leads to a punishment for the one who experiences it as well as destruction. And it's true because in more farcical stories, that's a trope. In farces, you've often got a jealous husband who's like really old and sitting on a pile of money. He's married to a beautiful young lady. In comes in the protagonist, this young, smart and good-looking guy who falls in love with said lady. Woohoo, she loves him back, yay! Now to make sure the jealous husband cannot stop their love story. That's a lot of Molière plays and medieval farces summed up for you right there. But that triangle of lovely young woman, young brave man and ugly old jealous antagonist, you can find it anywhere. Think about, um, for example, yes, the story of Phantom of the Opera. One of the morals of that story is once again that jealousy is destructive, I mean the opera house, spoiler alert, is pretty destroyed by the end. Jealousy makes you become possessive to the extreme and ultimately once you understand what you've done you'll end up alone. Maybe you'll have done the right thing in between, whatever the right thing is, but you'll end up alone or dead even in some other trope and stories. If we're thinking back to The Lion King, Scar dies pretty horribly, burning down in flames with all the hyenas. So as well as making fun and pointing the finger to the one person or character driven by this sentiment, we can now also add a little disclaimer. jealousy kills you, slowly, painfully, but from within first. But ultimately, should we just keep on bashing jealousy? Or should we seek to understand how it works and what it is trying to say? So first things first, what other traits have we observed through these examples? Jealousy works with anger. You're angry because someone else has what you want. Aha! So it's not just what you want, it's that they have what you're missing. So your focus is on something you don't have or don't have yet. And it is something that you are coveting. And you're displaying a range of emotions within this sentiment, anger and sadness being the most dominant ones, because you're frustrated by what you're seeing. Frustration and anger are interlinked. What did we say anger did physically to your body? Besides creating an overdose of hormones that... Your body will take five times longer to get rid of. Remember, five minutes of anger takes five hours to physically disappear from your body. We said anger works with fire. Heat rises, red skin flush, the red mist descends, all that stuff. Once again, your body reaches a state of inflammation. It's red, it's blood, it's traveling everywhere in your body. But interestingly enough as well, in Chinese medicine, jealousy is associated with the pancreas. The pancreas has two major functions in the body. One is to help with the digestion, to create hormones. The other is to regulate your blood sugar levels. So when you're in that state of inflammation, you need to give your pancreas some love and anti-inflammatory foods. I mentioned a few in the blog about anger, so go check it out. I'll probably end up doing a full episode going on a bit more in depth about anti-inflammatory foods, if you're interested. Now that we kind of know what's going on in the body, we know that jealousy will go everywhere because it's red, it's fiery, it's driven by blood. Let's go back to the mental side of jealousy. We're jealous, and that's something totally human. So there's no shame or guilt in experiencing it. It's normal, you're human. You're going to encounter it at some point in your life. Jealousy, in a sense, acts as a mirror, a reflection of what we're missing and what we want to possess because of a reason you may not like to hear, but I'm gonna tell it like it is. Envy, jealousy, it's thinking that by possessing what this or that person has, that it will legitimize your right to also exist. You're seeing what others do and thinking that for people to see you for who you are and recognize your existence and give you the respect you believe you're owed, you need to get that thing that they have that you're missing, and that this will change everything. So what is jealousy really inviting you to do then? Is checking yourself in the mirror. Why do you think you're not enough? What is it you're actually lacking? Jealousy, I know we talked a lot about fire, but it can feel both hot and cold. Because sometimes when we're jealous, it can leave us in a very vulnerable state where you become aware of your being broken down in lots of tiny pieces and you don't have the glue to fix it. And that's the vision you have of yourself, something maybe that's weak. And if only you had that one thing, that one glue, it would make yourself that towering and powerful force of nature, that successful... Actor, therapist, accountant, somebody else has it, just not you. And then that's when that feeling takes over. Jealousy can be a bit vicious in that way because it gives you these obsessive thoughts on top of the frustration and the unachieved or denied desires. A lot of people lose control when experiencing it and have a very over the top reaction. You become a puppet because you're trying to fill a void that was never full in the first place. And your only focus is on that emptiness instead of focusing on what you already have. Obviously, not everyone, not all the time, and it depends on the situation and the way you interact and look at your emotions. If you're jealous, you become enslaved to negative emotions and patterns. So in that sense, yes, Jealousy still is a negative emotion and we've had plenty an example in life and culture reminding us of that fact. But I think there's something positive that can come from this because for me, it's also a way to sink back into what we already have, what we already possess. So you're jealous of Bob down the road because of X or Y reason. Instead of feeding into the jealousy, Why not, and yes, this does require some work, because Bob could be really annoying. But still, why not try and see what it says about you instead? Bob got that job you've always wanted, why could you not get it? Bob has a car that everyone stares at because it's gorgeous. So, if no one stares at your car, does it mean your car is not pretty? Does it mean it's rubbish? Or is it about the vision you have of your car? Of what it says about you. Bob could be a great communicator and everybody loves him somehow. That's your impression of it. What's the deal with your communication? Why are you dissatisfied by it? Every showing of jealousy can become something positive if you do the work. It's an invitation to check in with the belief you hold around this specific issue. If you think you're lacking in some way, Do two lists for me, please. Number one, you're going to write down what it is you think you're missing. And number two, what it is you know you already have. Your five, seven, eight, ten best assets. And if you have a goal in sight, cross-check both lists and see if you're really lacking something. Or perhaps if it isn't insecurity showing up. There's nothing wrong with that too, remember? That's how we build a strong mindset. That's how we remind ourselves of who we are and what we're capable. Mindset is everything. I know everyone talks about it nowadays on social media and stuff, but it's as old as time, and it's something every single person in every single industry needs to work on, creatives and artists included. Give yourself the gift of patience, listening, listening in tuning in and doing the work working on your mindset will open up so many doors you'll be surprised in a positive way and on that note thank you for tuning in bring on april Woohoo! next week i think we'll look at guilt yeah guilt is a good one you'll see in the meantime much love and i'll speak to you soon